Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Fighting for them, and they all saw the same thing: his supernatural involvement, the, de- the de- deliverance, the guidance, the, the provision, the protection. It, it's 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 all there, and they all saw it. But listen, most of them chose not to trust him, in spite of everything he did. Most of them, the Bible says, chose not to trust him. And I'm using that word "chose" deliberately, thoughtfully, because that's what it is, guys. It's a decision. Well, it's needless to say that none of us were around to witness all that Israel did during the Exodus. We can all attest to the providence of God one way or another. What's unfortunate is that just as Israel did, we too end up choosing not to trust God from time to time. As Pastor Robert will teach you in his message today, putting our trust in God is a daily choice. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Last night, one of the brothers came to me after the message. He said, Pastor, I'm trying to take notes and, and I get so much out of the teachings, but you know, I'm, I'm missing some of the points. So could, could you just repeat the points so that I know that when you're making a point? So I'm trying to be more careful to show you the bullet points. Number one, they all had the same experiences. Every single Israelite, two million plus or minus, individual human beings, they saw the same things. They experienced the same miraculous deliverance. The Bible tells us, you know, that Moses came and he went before Pharaoh and, you know, all of the different things that that went on there. And then finally, um, as God sent the plagues and dealt with, you know, the, Israel, the Egyptians and dealt with Pharaoh, and, and then at that very first Passover, God sent the angel of death, and he miraculously, uh, supernaturally, he instructed the, the Israelites, you know, about putting the blood on the lentils and the doorposts and everything, and, and he passed over their homes. And none of the firstborn of Israel died, but even the firstborn of the Egyptian livestock was killed. And every Israelite saw that. Okay, we were untouched, and the Egyptians all around us were devastated. They all saw that. They all saw when their these neighbors, these people who had been their owners, were now giving them basically everything they asked for, just to get them to leave. Yes, take our treasure, take our gold, take whatever you want, just get out. And they did. God's divine provision in that situation. And then as they're leaving, you know, they get, and Pharaoh changes his mind. You guys know the story. They find themselves 
you know, they're at the sea. They're on the seashore. How, what are we going to do now? Oh, no. You've brought us out here to die. And, and the only one who trusted God, apparently, was, was Moses. Imagine being one man out of two million who knows and trusts God. You're surrounded by unbelief. You're surrounded by naysayers. You're, you're surrounded by people who are just angry with you because they think you've now led them into disaster. That was Moses' entire life. But in that moment, he looked to the Lord, and the Lord said, okay, put your staff in the water, and he did, and the, and the ocean parted, and all two million of them saw that. Every single one of them witnessed it, the miraculous parting of the waters, and they all walked through on dry land. I can't fathom that. Walking through, you know, this little mini ocean. Water, you know, and, but it's dry land. The carts with the oxen and the flocks and everything they're bringing with everything is, you know, they, they go through and then they get to the other side. And again, they all see with their own physical eyes the waters crash down on the Egyptian army. And they've been protected supernaturally by God. And then they see the cloud of His presence and this, you know, thing that appeared as a pillar of fire, you know, Physical presence, physical manifestation of the power of Almighty God. We've never seen that. I've never seen that. They saw it with their own eyes. They all experienced it. God's supernatural deliverance out of Egypt, out of captivity, out of slavery, and into freedom, you know, as they pass through, it's, it's worded here, baptized, you know. They pass through the waters into new life and free now from the world. And, you know, Egypt always represents to us the, the world system and the things that ensnare us and hold our attention if we're not careful. They all experience it. They, they, they all experience that divine guidance. Do, do you know, you, you remember how it was that the cloud would move. And when the cloud moved, they had to break camp because it was time to go. They had to follow the cloud. My wife and I have laughed over the last 15 years. You know, it's like, we don't know what we're doing here. We're just trying to follow the cloud. And he teaches us as we go. And that's exactly what they all experienced. Every single one of them, Paul says. You need to not be unaware. Don't forget. All of them, all of them experienced this. All of them saw God move in miraculous ways, over and over and over again, so many different things. They all ate the same spiritual food. They, you know, they, they were worried about eating, and they get up in the morning, and there's this stuff laying on the ground. I wonder who the first one was to taste it. Just pick it up, and the Bible says it tasted like coriander seed and honey. I've never tasted coriander seed, but I know what honey tastes like. You know what I think it tasted like? Kind of like a really, really good donut. Only it was nutritious. And so every single day they went out and they, they got this stuff that was basically sweet bread. And it was apparently highly nutritious. They got everything they needed nutritionally from it. But then what about water? Well, when they began to freak out about that, God said to Moses, you see that rock over there? Go hit it with your stick. And he did. And more than two million gallons of water per day flowed from it. 
And wherever they went, the rock went. Again, it's like, try to envision that. You know, you're, first of all, it's difficult for me to envision two million people walking through the desert with all their stuff. But then there's a rock following them around. And when, you know, it's whenever they need water. I mean, two million gallons a day? But that's the minimum it would have taken for them to survive. The minimum. One gallon per person per day. I mean, we live in hurricane country. We, we have to know that. One gallon fresh water per person per day. And everywhere they went, there was food, there was water. Their clothes didn't wear out. For 40 years, they were in the same pair of shoes, and it's, they're still good. God is protecting them and providing for them, and they all saw the same thing, his supernatural involvement, the, del- the, the deliverance, the guidance, the, the provision, the protection. It, it's, it's, it's all there, and they all saw it, but listen, most of them chose not to trust him. In spite of everything he did, most of them, the Bible says, chose not to trust him. And I'm using that word chose deliberately, thoughtfully, because that's what it is, guys. It's a decision. When you read the Psalms, David says it over and over and over again. Though there's an enemy encamped all around me, I will trust you. A decision of his will. And you know what I found? That's what it takes. When you're faced with giants all around you, as Israel was, you choose. I know your God. You've demonstrated your goodness. You've proven your reliability, your trustworthiness. And you know what? I haven't seen everything that they've seen. But I've seen the things he's done in my life. You've seen the things he's done in your life. We've seen the things that he's given to us in Scripture. One of the things Paul is careful to point out, he says, you know, all this stuff happened to them for our examples. It was written for our admonition. We need to not make the same mistakes they made. We need to remember who he is. Remember his goodness. Remember his generosity. Remember the depth of his devotion to you. Remember his faithfulness. I would do anything for my children, but I'm not God. He is. And he will. He's unlimited in his power. Our problem is we don't believe that. Deep down, we question it, as they did. And so we suffer the same consequences as them. Point number two, most of them fell into a trap. They fell into a trap. They chose unbelief. We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. It's our hope and prayer that you were touched by what you just heard. Before our time is up today, Pastor Robert would like to share a great testimony of how God is working through this ministry. You know, not not long ago, we got a really cool letter. Actually, I guess it has been a while now, maybe a, maybe a year or more. But we got this really cool letter from a lady named Desiree who was listening to our program from within... Uh, a maximum security prison up in Georgia. And uh, she realized, she heard on one of the programs that I'm from Georgia. So she reached out. She was all excited that she had, you know, just some sort of common ground with this guy she was listening to on the radio teaching the Bible every day. And uh, she asked if, if it might be possible for us to send her some 
Bible study material, something other than, she said, I don't want workbook stuff. I don't want the fluff stuff. I, I want things that will really, some tools that will help me study the Word of God for myself. I, she said, for the first time in my life, I want to do it. I have time to do it. So we did that. We sent some books. We sent some, some Bibles for some of the other ladies there because they then asked for that, and they started a little Bible study group, and, and God was just using that little 15-minute main thing radio broadcast every day inside that prison. Wow, what a great testimony. If you'd like to share your story, please visit MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.